This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on this wonderful Wednesday. Al, what be in your face? Oh, hi there, Jerry. You know I like to listen to some some podcasts here and there. That sort of thing. Yeah, I enjoy good podcasts. There was one. I'm up, I'm not done listening to it yet, but uh, Rob Halford of Judas Priest was interviewed. Do you remember Judas Priest, Jerry? Of course. 1980s. And it got me to thinking a couple things, which is why I started to uh, listen to it. One, I actually have a Rob Halford personal story. Okay. I was working on uh, Ron and Fez show back at WNEW, and this was on a Friday night. And on Friday and Saturday nights, Eddie Trunk, the uh, DJ, used to do a heavy metal show on Friday and Saturday nights. The rest of the week, it was like other talk shows in the middle of the night. So on this particular night on the Ron and Fez show, they decided that uh, because I didn't like to eat ham which was revealed like when I was a kid, I, I didn't eat ham. And my father used to, for whatever reason, really want me to eat ham. So he used to have me try ham all the time. And it would make me gag. <laughs> so this has somehow came up on the air. So the one night they're like, uh, we're going to have you eat ham tonight. So at the same time, Rob Halford from Judas Priest was in another studio recording with an interview with Eddie Trunk. And Rob Halford is a out-and-out uh, out and about gay man. He's mm-hmm. out of the closet, as they say, Jerry. And um, he popped his head into the studio to say hello to Ron and Fez. And at that time, I was blindfolded with my arms tied behind my back <laughs> with um, duct tape over my mouth because they were going to throw the ham in my mouth and, and duct, duct tape, tape it. it. Shut. Yeah. And he thought that uh, he might be able to take advantage of me in that situation as Rob Halford. He goes, Ooh, what do we have here? <laughs> And I remember I yelled muffled with the tape over my mouth, I'll sue you. <laughs> and he went, you'll sue me? And then he walked right out of the... So I was like, wow. Like, and listen to this interview. I said, I wonder if, if someone, if I reminded Rob Halford of that, would he remember that? Or has he probably had such a crazy heavy metal life that he would not recall um, a man being forced ham in a studio? Was he a drinker? Uh, I know he's been clean for many years, so I think he was clean back then. If he was clean back then, I would like to think he did not see a grown man with duct tape over his yeah. mouth very often. Being forced to have ham. And having their hands tied behind their yeah. back. So I would say there's probably a good chance he does vaguely oh, remember man. that. How do I get to How him, would you Jared? not remember that? I, that's a good question. Yeah, I would say if I remember that. Do you think he would remember that I threatened to sue him? Mm, no. But I think the image of you, yes. And then that got me thinking that Judas Priest in the 80s were sued by a family of uh, two kids who shot themselves. Oh, jeez. And the family members claimed that Judas Priest songs 
had subliminal messages in them. Do you remember this stuff at all no. from like like heavy- I rem- I remember people, yeah, I remember people say, claiming that heavy metal music yes. was the music of the devil. Correct. Yes, I do remember that. I don't yeah. remember the story you're bringing up though right yeah, now. Yeah, so they claim that uh, the one of the Judas Priest albums had uh, um, subliminal messages in it that had these kids shoot themselves. Oof, that's brutal. And Judas Priest went on trial. Like, it actually really? went to trial. Yeah. Wow. Now, they were found uh, innocent of of that thing. But then it reminded me of a couple different things in that era and music. One, Ozzy Osbourne used to be, people thought he was the devil. Yeah. And he had a song back then around the same time called Suicide Solution that people thought was encouraging kids to kill themselves. Because of the title? Because of the title. But when you look at the lyrics, it was about how alcohol could kill you. Mm. I think it was like a, a, a song about alcoholism. Yeah. I remember going in reading the lyrics. I'm like, is, it, is, Ozzy, is Ozzy Osbourne telling people to kill himself? None of it made sense. Yeah. But but we acted like all of these heavy metal people were singing about Satan, like Iron Maiden. Because they were yelling at us. They were screaming. Yeah. Screaming for vengeance. Which is funny because when I listen back to some of that music now, yeah. it doesn't seem so bad. No, no, it's nothing. But it sounded, when we were kids, I remember thinking, this is some crazy stuff. Yeah. I like some of it. I did. But a lot of it's nothing. Yeah, because I remember Iron Maiden, who I, is not a devil-worshipping band, but they did have a song called The Number of the Beast. Mm-hmm. And it was about the story about how the number 666 was supposed to be like some sort of satanic thing. Then there was Slayer. Sure. I never listened to I I didn't either. They were too heavy for me. I didn't know what was going I needed some sort of melody. You know what I mean? Yep, I hear you. Like there's... Judas Priest had good songs. And Ozzy there, And there are heavy metal bands that are that do just scream. Yeah. And it's I don't understand how that's entertaining. But I don't either. To each his own, I suppose. That's like more like hardcore heavy metal. Yeah. Maybe like Metallica's not. No. Metallica's got slow songs. Oh, yeah. They've got really good rocks. They have a couple of hard songs, but... You don't put Metallica on and they're not screaming at me. Right. They have a couple songs, yes, but that's not what they are. Correct. But that was what we all thought heavy metal was yeah. back then. I know. I know. There were also always weird stories about heavy metal bands that because there was no internet, nor were the heavy metal people being interviewed anywhere, you could never prove or unprove. True, too. Yeah, yeah, really needed the music magazines. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did you ever read Cream magazine? No. What about Hit Parader? No. Spin. S- spin. Spin. What about Rolling Circus? Stone a little bit. Circus magazine. No, I was aware of Circus magazine. Never. No. Yeah. No. That was more like, um, like nineteen eighties heavy metal. Okay. No, not my thing. Motley Crue. Then there I was like Motley Crue. Then there was the time when the guys in metal bands were dressing up almost like they looked like women. Well, sure. When you got to bands like Poison and Motley Crue for a long time, they looked yeah, like chicks. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. Poison really. Yeah. They were Brett Michaels, is that his name? Yeah, Brett Michaels. They really looked like they were cross-dressing basically. Right, like the one uh, album cover had the four of them in like they boxes. Like beautiful women. Yeah, like who are these? And in fact, I even think they did that on Beavis and Butthead. They were like, huh. "Who are these hot chicks?" and That's it was wh- Poison. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Because they didn't look much different than the band Vixen. Who was all women I don't, rockers? Vixen, I'm not familiar with. You might know one song by Vixen. Maybe. They had like a MTV radio hit. Okay, 
But there were like stories like that. Ozzy Osbourne. No, I heard a story like Alice Cooper kills puppies when he gets on stage. No, he doesn't. Right. Of course no, he not. Doesn't. But that was like when I was a kid, that's what I heard. Oh, a lot of right. Just like you also heard that Ozzy was biting bat, bat heads off and eating them. No, he wasn't. Right. It happened one, did happen one time. But he didn't eat it. He didn't know it was a real bat, is what the story goes. Because people used to throw rubber bats on the stage and someone threw a rubber, well, someone, someone threw a real bat on stage and. First of all, how do you get a bat? Into I have no it? idea. I can't get my uh, my uh, Swiss Army two inch pocket knife that's on my key ring through a concert security right, thing. Right. How am I like taking a live bat? A little different back then. Did you ever used to think of that when you weren't going through security? Like, because that no. is a relatively new thing. No, I never thought anything of it. Just going to an event. I remember going to. A, I'm going to airplanes, not thinking much of it. Airports as a kid, but like they didn't check anything when you went in the concerts. No, you just walked in. And I remember going to a Bruce Springsteen concert in like the 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And I was thinking like someone could bring a gun and just shoot Bruce Springsteen. Like no one's checking any of this stuff. Right. Well, everything's reactive. Nothing changes until something happens. Yeah. Everything is reactive. Right. And now you now luckily you do. Like I feel safe for myself going to a concert when I'm, these lunatics are all being checked at the door. I agree. I totally agree. And if you think about when that became as serious as it has was yeah. after September 11th. Right. That's when it was like, whoa, we can't just walk into stadiums and arenas and because they could be targets. Yeah. I so, want metal detectors everywhere. I hear I don't think you're totally off base. Like I don't no think I what, need them walking in my house. Not your house, but what about you go to the Whole Foods? You want to? I don't have an issue with that. Like, if you had a detector, I no. I mean, it's expensive, and it's it is right, which is why they're not going to do it. And I also don't think a Whole Foods is a target of anybody. But you never know what crazy person walks in there. Yeah, you never know. It was right. Remember the remember the um, the tragic shooting in Buffalo at a supermarket a couple of years ago. Oh, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful. Right. And they were that supermarket closed for like six to eight weeks, and then I remember when they opened it, there were people in the community that did not want it opened again because how could you ever go in? Right. And I think several people were shot. A few were killed. Yeah. Just sh- just shopping for groceries. Like, come on. Right. So this is the world we're in, Jerry. I'm aware, but just uh, on the music note. Yeah, we used to just blame heavy metal. <laughs> Tommy Lee did the. Um, Bill Maher. The Bill Maher podcast. Did you listen to any of it? I didn't. I saw a couple clips, though. And what he's claiming that he would drink two gallons of vodka in a day? That seems to me... I'm not saying he didn't have a drinking problem. Clearly yeah. he did. How would you not be dead? Honestly, that guy might have weighed 130 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. That body can't absorb. That's got to kill you. I would think so. I know. I, I was reading those headlines, too, about that. Two gallons? Yeah. I was also trying to figure out: Am I interested in Tommy Lee talking to Bill Maher? I haven't, I haven't said no yet, but I haven't said yes I, yet I either. I think that might be, that might be uh, on my list for today at yeah. some point if I have an hour. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything right now that I'm. Uh, I gotta finish up this Rob Halford Judas Priest thing, right? But I only have like fifteen minutes left. Wouldn't it be amazing if at the end he's like, I got to tell you this story about this wacko in yeah. New York City. I go into the studio. I was going to call the cops. They had this guy that had his hands tied behind his back with duct tape over his mouth, and they're shoving pork down his throat. He goes, what a weird place that New York is. Yeah. 
It was ham. It was a that would uh, be so awesome lunch meat ham. Oh, and then, it was so disgusting. And then he goes into and you know there was this one other time too. It was with David Lee Roth. We were having drinks at the bar. He was telling us a story when he was sending his his security guard after his his radio show producer. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be wild. That would be wild. Why do you think my father wanted me to like ham so much? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. That's so I, weird. I don't know. That to me is a bizarre. Like I get trying to get your kids to try broccoli or spinach, yes. even though you know it's probably a losing battle. I also understand because we had this with Matthew. Uh, Joseph would eat anything, but Matthew wouldn't eat anything except macaroni and cheese growing up. It was re- or chicken nuggets. Like it was a it was a chore. Yeah, to get him to eat other things. Um, so I understand trying to give a variety, but one specific yeah. thing. Like you ate well otherwise, right? Uh, I I probably didn't. I probably ate. I think back then when this was happening, I was probably eating hamburgers, fish, chicken. Yeah, I mean, I was eating enough. So you stuff. had a variety. You weren't eating. one Yeah, I wasn't thing. eating one thing. So that wouldn't have that wouldn't bother me. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Why, I don't know why. That's a weird one that bugged him so much that I, I wouldn't eat ham, especially. Yeah, no. I was and he say. would like break off these tiny, I mean, microscopic pieces. Of, hey, try this. I go. Yeah. I don't want. Yeah, but you know, it's even worse with that. Yeah, the smaller the pieces, the more it looks like human flesh. Yeah, yeah, it did look like human flesh. And meanwhile, ham is terrible for you. He shouldn't have been pushing out. I mean, he should have been pushing uh, healthy. Yeah, in 1980, there were no, uh, what do you eat? This styrofoam that you eat? What styrofoam? The butter. Uh, <laughs> Ezekiel bread? No, no. I mean, I back then we were eating TV dinners for Christ's yeah. sake. So I, the ham is probably the better option. Right. Than the uh, Swanson. Hungry disgusting, man. Disgusting, or the hungry man, disgusting two fried chicken pieces, the cake that did whatever the hell it did in the middle, and the green beans that were probably, you know, freeze-dried for eight years. If, if you had to have a hungry man right now, and your two options were fried chicken. Yeah. With, uh, I know what I want, the, though. Or the Salisbury steak. Salisbury steak, yeah, that's what I too. wanted. <laughs> Which, I still don't know what a Salisbury steak is. Me neither. <laughs> but God, it was good. I think Salisbury steak is some sort of meatloaf situation where no, it's know, like, right? What is the meat? I don't know. It's got to be beef, but what's Porcupine it mixed? Porcupine ass. Yeah, like what's it mixed with? Salt and a lot of it. I don't know. That is never on the menu anywhere. Yeah, because I think they made it up. Because you could get, there. occasionally it'll go somewhere and meatloaf is on the menu. Yes. You will never well, meatloaf go. meatloaf is common. Yeah, right, but right. you will never go anywhere where Salisbury steak is on the menu. What is Sal's, I don't even know how to spell Salisbury. It. All right, here we go. Like Sean Salisbury steak. Oh, that's great. Salisbury, no kidding. Salisbury steak isn't technically a steak. You're kidding. Shocker. But it's a it's patty. A... Mm-hmm. In fact, it's similar to meatloaf, but oh. usually without as many ingredients, shaped into a patty rather than a loaf, and served with a mushroom and onion. Oh, that so, doesn't explain it to me, though. So part of, uh, part of it is that it has an onion and mushroom that goes yeah, but I want it. to know what it is. Oh, here we go. What is it made of? That's what I want to know. Right. If it's lost All ingredients, right. what do we got? Uh, a true Salisbury steak is ground beef, eggs, breadcrumbs, spices, especially salt and pepper. So it's like so a meatloaf. It's meatloaf. Yeah. Meatloaf. It's, you know what it is? It's probably more so the gravy makes it a Salisbury right. steak more than anything. I think you're right. So The difference is the gravies for meatloaf versus... Salisbury steak. Yes. That would be my choice, though. And I yeah. did like back in the day, you remember you would get the um, the turkey. Yes. And it would, have, it would have the gravy and the terrible stuffing. Yes. 
I did like that. Too. Yeah, the gravy. That was your other option. I did like that. The, the I think those were the only options with um, TV dinners. One. All right. TV dinners are side. The best worst frozen food your mom used to make you or you used to make for yourself. The best of the worst frozen food. This to me is so easy for me. I would say um, Ilio's Pizza. See, I go Stouffer's French bread pizza, but okay, Ilio's is good. Oh, no, the Stouffer's. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. Stouffer's French bread pizza. Would you eat both of them? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Look at me. Did you ever look? uh, I remember years later looking at the calorie count for a double French pizza. Thousand. French bread, I, I don't know. It had to be Gotta more than be. that. Yeah. That was great. What was your so worst good. one? Oh, I don't know. My worst one, I don't know. My two best ones, though, would be the um, would be the, French, the Stouffer's French bread pizza. Yeah, that was and good. The, um, and Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. The Hot Pockets yeah. to me. Which would you go with? All of them. The ham and cheese, the pepperoni, the Philly cheesesteak that came out. I love them all. Did you ever have the one that was... Uh, Chicken and broccoli was good with cheese. Yeah, the one I would get was just a barbecue meat in it. Didn't like that one. The yeah. barbecue chicken. Yeah. Uh, was that what it was? Chicken? I think it's barbecue chicken. My I had brother one barbecue liked that steak. One. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have anything else in it. Yeah. And then you'd end up burning your lips. Oh, yeah. Because it'd come out piping hot. You'd bite into it. Boom. Right. Well, that's in. what used to happen with the Stouffer's French bread pizza. The sauce yeah. underneath oh, the cheese God, would burn yeah. the roof of your mouth. Yes. And it would ruin the experience. Yeah. It was so good, Stouffer's. though. Yeah. I used to, then I went for a little while, I thought I was eating healthy. I was getting healthy. Healthy choice. Yeah, healthy choice. Where they would have, like, um, beef tips. Yes, and the fettuccine Alfredo with grilled chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beef tips. You ever glance that way nowadays when you're in this supermarket? Oh, yeah, I do. yeah, yeah, we don't buy too. it anymore, but yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I got to see, do you think they still make Hungry Man brand? Yes. Absolutely. Salisbury steak. Yes. I say get- they probably still do. I'm going to get you one of them, Jerry. I would love it. I'm going to get you a Salisbury steak. I, and I've, ironically enough, I would I would actually eat that. Yeah. There's no question about it I would. And it would remind me of my childhood. And you know what was bad? The fried chicken never was crispy. No, it was soggy. It was soggy. It was like sitting in the grease in the little uh, pan. And then you were somehow supposed to treat the dessert portion differently. Like you left the foil wrapper or the mm-hmm. clear wrapper on the dessert because that would cook differently. Correct. That is true. I hope these people don't think they're watching WFAN, Jerry. No, well, they are. That's in the other studio. This is the Alan Jerry post-game podcast. Post-game podcast where we talk about TV dinners. Uh, well, today, yes. This has been a weird one. Alcoholism with uh-huh. rockers, heavy metal, and TV dinners. Blaming rockers for suicide. Yeah, that too. Right. We started very serious. I do find it odd that we don't blame... I don't think we blame rap music for stuff. Like, we used to blame heavy metal stuff. I don't know. I don't know what the rap community blamed. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good question. I'm hmm. not sure. I wonder what my mother thought when I was listening to Ozzy Osbourne. That she had a satanic child. Yeah, like did she think it was satanic or did that was she were, okay with she it? She probably thought you were a troubled child. That would be my guess. Do you think your mother could pinpoint times in your life where she had to keep an extra eye on you that, mm, I want to make yes. sure Jerry doesn't go in the wrong direction? Yes. Which times? Um, I mean, I'll give you a direct time. Yeah, a direct one. And that was junior year of high school or sophomore yeah. year where like you were you were out a fork in the road and you could have gone the wrong yeah, way i think it was junior high school we were hanging out with me and my friends were hanging out with a group of girls from a different high school and there's a lot of going out a lot of late where nights. you meet these chicks uh not going to get into it but, oh, okay uh my friend did too quite honestly he did them. but we we became kind of a group actually and we did hang out a lot 
And all of a sudden, instead of coming home at 11, I remember I was coming home at 1. I was coming home at 12. Yeah. In high school? Like weekends? High school weekends? Yeah. That was probably, it was right. It's funny because I got together with Kim right before senior year. And all of this ended with this group, like in June. And a couple months later, I got together with her. I think my mom was thrilled. Yeah. Because that certainly calms you down a little bit. Not that I was nuts. I never was. But she didn't like, I was out a lot. Um, I was I was smoking then, which she could tell because she was an ex-smoker. She could smell it on me. That bothered her. She knew that my one friend, who I'm not going to name, uh, was big drinker. Really? She was In high that, school? Yeah. And she was worried that I was going to drink, which I never really did. I did a little bit, but I was not. I did not like the feeling of being out of control, and I didn't like the feeling of throwing up. And yeah, ugh, he could drink. Had a cast iron stomach. Could drink everything, anywhere, anytime. So I do remember her sitting me down and just asking me what was going on. Yeah. So that would be one. I don't know if there would be another time because I've been with Kim since I'm 17. Yeah. That's a good one, though. You could tell right when she was pinpointing, like, mm, Jerry may be going in the wrong direction. I, I really think that's it. Hanging out with these chicks. Would your mom? I think my mom would uh, pinpoint one, one thing. She never talked to me about it, but I could tell... I could somehow tell <clears throat> she was getting a little nervous. It was during my Ron and Fez years. Mm-hmm. And I was really And you were an adult. I was an adult. And Ron and Fez, by the way, I was only with them for a year and a half. But there was a time with Ron and Fez where on Friday nights, I would drink against listeners or against right, right, girls. Right. Like, yeah. It was a drinking show. But I would drink. Yeah. And I would get so wasted. I would black out. I wouldn't remember anything I did. And because both of my grandfathers were alcoholics, mm-hmm. I do think she thought, like, be careful. Keep an eye on this. Yeah. 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 But I, I think that, that was the only that was the only time. I could definitely see that. Yeah. And also, I'd be, if I was your parent, I'd be very concerned about how you're getting home from Manhattan, feeling like that. And, right. You know, like, what the hell? I was taking the train, but I... It doesn't matter. You're but still I, in Manhattan. Yeah. Right, right, right. I have to get to the train. Yes. You're wandering around, you don't have really control over your faculties. And then I was, even though I was very, I lived very close to the train station, I still had a car at the train station. Right, and you had to get home. I had to get home. It's right. dangerous. Yeah, very it's dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, it is. Jerry, we've got a meeting to go yes. to. Yes. So let's do the warm-up show, and we'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday. See ya. Heavy metal, yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first, it's wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, we'll give us time. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, the Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across to me, his name is Al John Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I have my uh, New York Islanders uh, cap on. Or yeah, front uh, runner. They won last night. Yeah, they won last night. And uh, shout out, Jerry, and a congratulations to Matt Martin, Boomer's uh, son-in-law, 900 games. Nice. Now that's a lot of games. Yeah. How, now I know Jerry, but for the audience, how many games in an NHL season? One hundred and twelve. I kind of feel like you're lying. I am. <laughs> Is it eighty like, something? Yeah, it's like the NBA. It's not like baseball. They don't okay. play one hundred and sixty-two games or anything like that. Yeah. So you got he's got to go for a thousand games now, right? Absolutely. You get, so you got to. Yes. I don't know how many years long he is yeah. if he's close to retirement, but he's got to. He's got to. Uh, he's got to get in every game. He's well, got to get to a thousand games. So he's been playing. Come on. That's got to be what twelve years he's been playing. Oh, probably something like that, Jerry. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So Matt Martin's. If I check the hockey reference, yeah, his first season. Ptd. Was 2009-10. Okay. What's wow. incredible is the fact that he has played an entire career with one team so far. Yes, that's, that's pretty something cool. That really is no, awesome. No, that's not true. He went to uh, he went to Toronto. Oh, that's true. In the middle. I in forgot middle, about yeah. that. And then, and then came, came back. back. Yes. That's right. But, all right, most of his career has been with the Islanders. How many in uh, those 900 games, how many people do you think he's punched in the face? <laughs> Well, at least five a season. <laughs> right. At least, yes. right? But a lot of people. Just think, like, how many people have you punched in the face? Uh, only, like, be in a fight or yeah, boxing? Like just, no, like in a fight. I Really only one was in seventh grade. Yeah. What was it? I've never punched anyone in the face. Okay. You want to try today? Want to punch Boomer? See what happens? I do not want to punch Boomer in the face. Maybe that's what we do at our uh, live show. We have Matt Martin punch somebody in the face. Not me. Not be careful that because here. they might they might elect you. Yeah, it was. It's either going to be you, Gallo, or Big Zoo. I mean, or that, Peter Schwartz. Wouldn't that be funny if I had to square up against Matt Martin? Where, uh, no, that's uh, not the word I would use. I would put on like a New Jersey Devils jersey. How about terrifying? And, and just square up with him. He would knock you into tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. No, I don't want to do it, Jerry. But I'm just saying, like, if we have to kill some time, and we're running out of ideas. Yeah. I, well, I'm not volunteering myself. I actually I'm just think, I think they have a game that night. I think you're going to be saved. Yeah. I'm pretty they do. sure they have a game that night. They do. Or they're on the road and they're not in this area. Yes, exactly. Area. He's 34, by the way, now. 34? Yeah. So I got 20 years on him. You do? Yeah. You can use that, that's that experience. Tw- yes, Jerry. To that's, kick his ass. That's, <laughs> that's 20 years of fisticuffs extra that I have over him. I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. What do you I, think his biggest season, the fighter, is? His biggest goal season was what? 2013. Um, You're close. That's 2015. Right. No, you're not right. Oh. 2015-16. Okay. How many goals do you think he had? 87. In the one season? Are you serious? Oh, wait, you said there's only how many games? 81 games? There's a, there's 80 games, I believe, in okay. the NHL. It might be 82. Let me, I forget. let me retract that. It's 80 or 82. Okay. I'm going to say he had 25 goals. He had 10. 
step it up. <laughs> he does have, you're going to love this, you know how many goals he's got for his career? How many seasons he's played? Nine. Okay, so 900 games. He's going to get a goal every third game, 300. 69. <laughs> 69! I, I said you would love this. 69 goals! Yeah. 69 goals. Woo-hoo. 69 more than you've got. That's true, Jerry. Yes, it is. Uh, Jerry, I've watched again, and then when I say watched, I mean on the replay situation, the uh, Phillies just crushing the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I mean, 10 nothing. This is getting embarrassing. Although I did look to see, and the next three games are in Arizona. So yeah. they're off uh, today. They right? play tomorrow afternoon, I believe, 5 o'clock, I yeah. think, tomorrow. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Arizona. Yeah. I mean... Arizona better win those games. Because they might not. This Philly gonna, team feels like something special is going on. I agree. And they're definitely not coming back to Philadelphia and winning the the Diamondbacks. I mean, that's it would appear not happening. that going into Philadelphia right now with yeah. the way they're amped up would be a difficult chore. Yeah. It they, would appear that way. They hit a home run early in the game. There were several Again. of them. So I was just saying, like, yeah. right off the bat, they're hitting home runs in the first yeah. inning, and then you're you're done. Because then the crowd is so jacked yep, up. Yep. And Aaron Nola pitched well again. Yes, he did. But the Trey Turner home run, you're right, got yeah. them off and running. And then you've got this Kyle Schwarber. I mean, I remember when people wanted him on the Mets, even the Yankees as a as a DH. Yeah. He is really – I know he doesn't really have a position to play, but he is a hell of a hitter. So he had two, two home runs. The one note that I hate when we do this, though, I, I know I know it's statistically true or factually true. Yeah. But I we put put these things up. Did you see the note about him and Reggie Jackson? I did, and I initially so silly. I saw the headline. Then I was like, "Oh, let me put this on my show sheet." Then when I read it, I was like, "No, it's not going on the show." No, sheet. I and I I, re, I don't do it either. The most postseason home runs of a left-handed. Well, come on, yeah, stop, 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 stop. stop There's stop, more stop, rounds, stop, more stop, opportunities. Stop. I don't know how many games Reggie played right. in the playoffs, but it's like when Mariano had you know the all-time postseason saves leader or Bernie Williams. Well, you know, postseason home runs. Like, you know how many more rounds they got to play in games they got to play yeah. than the guys in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s? Like, come on. And as soon as you start getting into, like, uh, lefties, like your yes. like Reggie Jackson, Kyle Schwarber thing, it's like, oh, most home runs by a lefty who uh, picks his nose with his right finger. And it's like, okay, I suppose that's a record. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I agree. I'm with you. I did see, though, that they have 15 home runs in four games. Yeah. That's that's what they're mashing. They're they mashing, say. Jerry. Yeah, and that's what gets the crowd pumped up. The long ball, the home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I don't even know if Arizona's any good. Because... Arizona was good. Arizona was weird this year. They got out to a good start, led the Dodgers in the NL West. Then they stumbled, and the Dodgers ran right by them. And then they kind of fell back. I think they were out of the wild card picture for a little while. And then they played well, and they reclaimed the spot. Um, weird team. I don't think they're a great team. They're, they're good. Yeah. That having been said, this Phillies team to me is loaded. They just are. Yeah. Is this going to be like a sold out situation in Arizona? They support yes. their baseball team. So remember we talked about this last week. Like I didn't know what the atmosphere yeah. was like. A few people sent me um, on social media a video of what uh, it's still Chase Field. I forget what it's called, but yeah. in Arizona, pretty good. It was it was packed. They were into it. They were waving the the, the towels and everything. Like it looked pretty good. Okay. And I think this is the the NLCS. Like, this isn't a wild card round. This isn't a divisional round. Like, you are now eight wins away from winning the World Series or four wins away from at least advancing. So, yes, they lost two. Yes, they haven't looked good doing it. But you know what? You go out and win game three, and all of a sudden you got a series again. And you're telling me this is on uh, in the daytime tomorrow? I think this is 5 o'clock tomorrow. I'm almost certain of I it. I might put that on, Jerry. 
live. Right. Keyword there. Put that in online. Might. Yeah, if I remember. Right, exactly. If I could have uh, Evan remind me during the his show. Okay, well, I'm sure he'll bring it up at some point. Then I'll be like, oh, yeah, let me tune that in. They are, yes, Phillies, Diamondbacks is 5.07 tomorrow, followed by the Rangers and Astros at 8. All right. Even, like, you know, when things go wrong for a team, Jerry, they it really goes wrong. So they, the Diamondbacks, they're already down 6 nothing. Infield pop-up, nobody gets it. So it's funny nobody you bring that up it. because I saw like a headline. So yeah. when I woke up this morning, I knew they were winning. When I went to sleep last night, they were already up 3 nothing. The place was going crazy, and Schwarber had already hit one of his two home runs. So I woke up, I saw, all right, 10 nothing, whatever. <laughs> I come in here, and like one of the headlines I saw, I don't remember what website it was, was Diamond, it was Arizona makes embarrassing play in critical loss. Now, yeah, I agree. Going down two games to an uncritical loss for sure. And I'm thinking, did I miss something? Like, I thought Trey Turner homered and they lost 10 nothing. Like, how how bad of a play? And, like, at what point in the yeah. game? It was a nothing play. The game was over. Right, they were down 6 nothing. Nothing But you know what? Sheep over here clicked on it. Oh, yeah, I clicked on it. I clicked God. on it as well. I clicked Man. on the Reggie Jackson thing. Yeah, so you know what? We're the problem. We're clicking fools over here, Jerry. We took the bait. We took the bait for sure. Did you see uh, the fan get leveled by security? Someone... I did not. No, I oh, did not. Oh, so it was a tremendous. What inning was this in? Uh, I'm not sure what inning it was, but I saw a couple fans had posted to social media, and it was great video. This uh, this fan came running on the field in Philadelphia, and he was not looking in the direction of the security oh, card. That's a jarring that, hit. Oh, Jerry, came out of nowhere. Leveled, a clean NFL hit. Leveled Good them. textbook. Textbook, middle of the body. Boom! That is to get a little whiplash oh, action from the neck. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It was tremendous. Yeah, I did not see that. I did yeah. not see that. That's a, that's a bold move to run on the field. It's stupid is what it is. Do you think uh, the people are completely liquored up or do you think someone goes in just thinking like no we have a good time i think you're either completely liquored up Mm -hmm. or you're doing it with someone videoing it yeah knowingly videoing it so that you can post it later and get views but you get arrested for that yes you do yeah and you have a record Uh uh-huh that seems like it's worth it plus i'm sure that the first and then you one you get leveled at least by one person you risk an injury then hopefully they take you in the back and give you the business i don't think they give you the business like no, I don't think they're not working headlocks. your leg. They're not giving you the business. I think they put you in handcuffs and they arrest you. You don't think they're giving them the business a no. little bit? Security guard? Had they given extra. people the business, we would have heard that people had been given the business. No, I'm saying like secretly behind no. closed doors. We I know that. The business. Think how many people have done this? Yeah. No one's come out and said they gave me the business. <laughs> I'm suing them because they were, you know, noogieing me in my, uh, in my <laughs> cheek. No, they don't. No, they put cuffs on you and they arrest you and call you an idiot i picture it's like a tag team match back there one security yeah. guard holds them the tags out to the other one whoosh, right that's a duke's face. fantasy right there oh man but that's all that is is a duke's fantasy just the duke's fantasy that's it all right i hmm. like where you're going but that would be yeah. that would be incorrect that okay that would be incorrect yeah fair enough jerry then i had to tell you if not for aaron Rodgers going on the pat mcafee show I gotta be. I'm. I'm over. It. I I'm can't, over it. I'm with you. Oh my god. I'm like great. He's saying the same thing. Yeah. Even like the one. One of the clips I heard over and over driving in on a, a Marco had it. I, yeah. Or maybe maybe it was Monocle that played it. I I don't forget. Then I heard it somewhere else. I believe in the power of belief. 
I believe I believe. Shut up. Just go do your rehab, and when you're ready, yep. I it's like I don't, I'm not even interested anymore. I mean, I am, and I'm not. Yeah, it's uh, we're treating the Aaron Rodgers appearance on Pat McAfee like it's a game breaking it down yeah previewing it well, what else you want to talk about game? from yesterday that's well, the that problem sure. there's nothing aside from the baseball game which yeah. let's be honest they're not going to spend too much time on I'll play the highlights but that's going to be it what else is there mm. go ahead I'm, I'm listening uh, mm. right I went through 22 minutes of Jerry Jones on the fan in Dallas good morning the only thing I got from it he's in New York again Oh, is that right? Yeah, league meetings. So maybe could have got him on in studio. What do you suppose they do at these league meetings? I don't know, but they have a lot of these. Yeah. We need no we need to do. We need to get a calendar of the league meetings and when they are in New York, because he will come in. Is that right? He loves talking. Was he uh ornery this morning no, to the, they won. Uh, or yesterday? Oh, because they won, right. No, as he Good said point. he was high from the wind. High from the wind. He was All right. flying high. Yes. So mm. I went through that. I watched 17 minutes of Daniel Jones with Kay Adams. Yeah. Got a couple of things, but at the end of the day, this is no disrespect meant because he's just a flatliner. That's who he is. He's a bore. He's boring. So I got a couple things from that. Yeah, Uh, The Aaron Rodgers stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, Micah Parsons did his podcast, which I have not had a chance to go through yet. I know he's pissed off with the media. Um, other than that, Al, I got, got on for you. I did like that. Uh, I feel like Rob uh, Sala is always apologizing for something he said. This time it was the comments where he said that they um, embarrassed the, the that they embarrassed quarterbacks. He said poor choice of words, Jerry. Yeah, so I guess he said that Monday. Oh, that was Monday. He, well, he doesn't What's speak today? on Wednesday? Tuesday. Yeah, 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 I think oh. so. He said that on. So he said the embarrassed thing. I'm almost certain of it was on Sunday after the right game. right after the game. Yeah, which I I don't know. We didn't have it. I don't know how we didn't have it. We didn't have it. And then I think that was at some point during his Monday press conference. Okay, he said that. That makes sense. Yeah. Poor choice of words, and it was a poor choice of words. You can't say you embarrassed. You can't be a three and three. Nobody team. embarrassed Jalen Hurts on Sunday, right? You can't be a three and three team and and claim to be embarrassing multiple top level quarterbacks, especially when your quarterback situation right now not great. Would you say embarrassing? Well, he does rank last in a lot of statistical categories. That sounds embarrassing. Improving, to me. yes. Looking more confident with every snap and yeah. every game, yes. Still at the bottom in all statistical categories, yeah. Yes. So your offense is kind of embarrassing. Yeah. How about that? That's why that's probably why I wouldn't have gone there. I know you're I know you're talking in the moment and he's not wrong. His defense was outstanding on Sunday. But you betting on the Eagles in the postseason or the Jets right now? The Eagles. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts will be just fine. Jalen Hurts been in the Super Bowl already. Right. Jalen Hurts has done quite well in the Super Bowl already. Just like if this Sunday the Jets were playing the Eagles again, you'd bet on the Eagles again. Yes, I, I would. Yeah. yeah, I would. As well as the Jets' defense played Sunday, I w- because keep in mind, they are, I, and I do believe this, they are probably just a handoff away from still winning that game. Like, right. I did not have any confidence the Jets were going down the field, even for a field goal, which is why throwing the ball, I know what they were trying to do, and I, I do generally like the philosophy of a first down and the game is over. I do like that. But, man, oh, man, with the way the Jets were going offensively in that game, I would have said, I would have told my Philly defense, just one more stop, guys. So, whatever. They won. Good for them. Good, good for you. And now they can enjoy the bye week and oh, get ready for the Giants. That's the best. By the way, I don't think Daniel Jones is playing Sunday. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. We can discuss that on the other side. All right, yeah, well, uh, we got some sound from Daniel Jones and the uh, Giants and Commanders coming up on Sunday. And then 6 o'clock, we've got the Boomer and Geo program for you here on The Fan. All right, wake up. It's Wednesday. The hump day Wednesday. Hump day Wednesday. Hump day Wednesday. Uh, what is going on? 25 after 5. Nice to have you. with Boomer and Geo coming at 6 o'clock. Uh, you wanted to talk about Daniel Jones after the break because he's a, he's a lightning rod. Yeah, so what? He's on that up and Adams. By the way, a lot of people think uh, she was flirting with him. Um, I think she's... I think she's just flirty by nature. They because also thought, she she has a lot of guests on. She's like that. Yeah. There was that. Who's that Shams fella? Shams Charania. Everyone thought she was trying to get dates with him. Well, she asked him out on a date, I well, thought. Well, that was the, the reason, no. yeah. No, she said maybe she'd have his baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he asked her on a date after that? I don't know. I thought know. she has a boyfriend. Uh, she might. I don't know. I think she's just, again, I think she's flirty by nature. Yeah. Except when she sees G, she hates him. I'm naughty by nature, Jerry. Ha, ha, ha. A goo, goo, goo. Yeah, she doesn't care for Are Gio. you one of those sexual freaks? No. Not at all. You just said you're naughty by nature. Yeah, no, no. Not a sexual freak at all. Al Dukes, the boar, turns out to be anything but. He's got the black leather on on Friday nights. I'm like Daniel Jones. Boring. <laughs> Boring. So, yeah, so he's, his, he was on with, uh, she tried. I will tell, I, I'll say this for her. She makes it entertaining. She does. And she tries really hard to get him to say anything interesting. Yeah. And he doesn't take the bait. He's very boring. And she even did this thing with him which I'll play at some point this morning. She's like, uh, is it Gabe Davis, I think? Uh, the uh, the um, Bills wide receiver who's played for Dable, obviously. She's like, he told us a story that Dable smokes four to six cigars every day. And she's like, can you confirm or deny? We're just curious. It sounds like a lot of cigars. And he won't say it. He wouldn't give her an answer. He's just like, he laughs. <laughs> I, can't, I can't confirm or deny it. Like, just say something. But that's also, that's just his name. It's what he is. He's got a big Herman Munster neck. I expect Bolts to be in it. I had not noticed that. Yeah. I large neck. I know it's injured. Okay. But it's a large neck. So he's another one we want to wear. The, do we want the Brian Urlacher or Steve Grogan yeah. neck brace on? Okay. I've been trying to get him to wear that uh, this, this past week, but he didn't play. And how? Now, did you message him? No, just put it on Twitter. Like, how about uh, we do this? Oh, did you really? But I didn't tag him. Oh, well, it didn't, didn't count then. Yeah, it didn't count. Yeah. So he's not playing again this week, right? I don't know. So the one thing, she asked how the rehab was going. Like, you know, they took questions from social media, and she says, I got one here. Giant fan wants to know what's the rehab like? Where are you at? And he's, he essentially said he's still got some things he's dealing with, which he said previously during the interview as well uh, when she asked why he didn't play. But then he uh, reaffirmed he's got some things he's still dealing with, and he's got to do a good job of convincing the training staff that he can play Sunday. But if you're dealing – again, this isn't to me like uh, an ankle injury where it's, a, where it's pain tolerance or a, you know a broken toe. This is your neck. Like, if you're dealing with anything, I would not... I Forget about how Tyrod Taylor played the other day, where they're at in the season. There is no way I would play him on Sunday. So, I, I don't know. It didn't sound good, but we'll, maybe he wakes up today and feels fine. Who knows? Yeah, because right now, Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones are not much of a difference. No, you... 
actually, there's a lot of people that watched that game Sunday night and felt more comfortable with the way Tyrod Taylor played than the way Daniel Jones has played this year. So you can make a case, actually, there is a difference, and right now it's swinging in Tyrod Taylor's favor. Do you think when Daniel Jones was approached to be a weekly guest on Up and Adams, he said, I'll do it, but I don't say anything? (laughs) Do you think he he got their expectations? No, I think his agent emailed him or texted him, hey, what do you think about going on with Kay Adams every Tuesday? They're going to pay you dot, 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 10 minutes of your time every week. Sure. That's how I think it went. Hmm. I'm in. Hmm. I'm in. Sign me up. I don't think he wrote back to his agent. Just make sure before we agree to this that they know I'm really boring. Yeah, and I'm not going to say anything. No, I do not believe that that happened. I mean, he wouldn't answer the question about the cigars. Nope. Then Wouldn't then, answer the question about the passing interference at the end of the game. And then even the, he goes, still dealing with some of those symptoms. Yes. His neck. I'm not going to get specifically into it. And I think that comes from the top. I think that's a Dable thing. I, yeah. I think that's, we don't talk about injuries. I think I don't think that's a Jones thing. I think he's just being the uh, the good player, adhering to what the coach wants. Mm, okay, that one's all right. But like the idea of when she says from your vantage point, and I know she's kind of putting him in a tough spot because I guess if he goes ballistic on that non call at the end, he probably get fined. But even just to, he's like he starts laughing as if he's uncomfortable with the question, and he does say there was a lot of contact, but that's it. That's all. Barely. How long is he on for? You said 10 minutes? Uh, no. He Well, I don't know what they tell him it's supposed to be. I think he was on for 17 minutes. Do you think... And ha- she is fun with him. I, I, I'll give her that. She makes it fun. But do you think she... How many people do you think watch that live? I have no idea. And I will Zero. tell you, until last week, I had no idea he was on with her yeah. every week. I, I don't, don't think know. anyone watches any of these things live. And they never see the full 10, 17 minutes... They see the clips like everybody does online. And Probably. That's that's I mean, I watch get. the full 17 minutes because oh, I have to. I have to. I got to go does through it to find stuff. Does she post the whole 17 minutes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she does. Okay. They post the whole show, and they post all the um, individual interviews. Oh, all right. So if, you are, if you're not a Giant fan and you're not interested in Jan- Daniel Jones, you can skip right through it. She's also, uh, she's got, I forget who else. She's got three regulars every Gronk. week, though. Gronk is one. Born. So if like, you're a Patriot fan and you want to go watch Gronk, you can go just see that every week on YouTube. Kind of yeah. over Gronk. Well, he hasn't played now. He's, I'm over he's Gronk's over. personality. I'm over the Kelsey brothers. I'm over the Manning brothers. I'm over Taylor Swift. I'm over Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee. Uh, yes, I am I am with you on that. It's too much. It is too much. He did. You know what he did say? He did say that, and I know you didn't like this, and I watched it too. I thought it was awful. He did say he liked the Dion SNL thing. Who liked it? Daniel Jones. Of course he And did. I'm with you. I thought it was terrible. He's got no personality. Now this is a personnel. This can't be right. Is this right? What is right? See, this is the problem. It's broken up into different things. I, I want to see how many people watch the Daniel Jones interview. Yeah. How many? How many? Seven. Seven people, <sighs> Jerry. It's hard to say. I'm gonna. It, it looks like four thousand views. Oh my god! On YouTube. That's what I get when I do a Batman skit. I- <laughs> <laughs> WFAN's social media. <laughs> Those Batman skits were getting 4,000 views. And they were awful. Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> You're such a jackass. By the way, Jerry, did you see on that uh, Cowboy Charger game the other night, 
there were right after the game, there were yeah. there were people thinking that the one Charger fan that they kept showing, they kept showing this woman Charger. Yeah, I remember fan. I saw it. Yeah, she was all pumped up when they were doing well. She was all uh, very sad when they were doing poorly, and people thought that she was an actress that they placed at the stadium so that uh, Sunday Night Football had or Monday Night Football had somebody that they could show in reaction to the Chargers. So let me say, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought as I watched it. Okay. You remember they had the robots? Yes. In Los Angeles yeah. a few weeks ago. I didn't think she was a robot. But what I did find odd was that every time they showed her, it was like just a screenshot of her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't nestled in between fans. And if she was, the way the camera showed her, it looked like she had a blank wall behind her. Yeah. And I actually thought it was like going to be a promo for SNL. Like it looked, it looked fake. It did look fake. People thought she I mean, was fake. They thought she was artificial intelligence. Then they thought she was an actress hired. I could, I understand people thinking that it didn't look real. But I guess multiple media outlets caught up with her. She is an actual real Pat McAfee. Yes, I, be- I believe she is a real Charger fan. Yeah. She's super into it. And then uh, she also put out videos of uh, her son is on a peewee football team called the Vikings. She gets all loaded up in Viking gear and gets crazy at these games as well. So She's, she's a football just, fan. She's really into it. I, and that's awesome. So she is a real person. I also, from the Cowboy Charger game. You ever wonder, though? Yeah. There's 100,000 people there. 80,000, whatever. Yes. How the hell did they find her? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they found her. Now, Maybe I, because she was kind of not in the middle, smushed in between people, they, maybe, she stood out. I will tell you from my days working at MLB.com uh, with Sal, yeah. maybe five, well, it's longer than that, probably seven, eight years ago, nine years ago, when we would have the the satellite feeds. So anytime a game would go to commercial, there was no commercial, you would get the camera shots of what they're looking at during the breaks. So they do scan, but you're talking 80,000 people. I mean, it's just the fact that they found her is fascinating. To they me. found her and kept focusing on it. Yeah, they did. Then I watched a, uh, I'm going to say this was a fun video, even though it was violent. There was a uh, big brawl at the Cowboy Charger game on the concourse where they serve food. Okay. And this must have been after the game. The surface must have had spilt beer on it or oh. water. So every time someone would charge somebody to throw a punch, they'd slide. <laughs> it was like they were fighting on ice. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but all sorts of. Oh, it's a, they're melees. Melees. They really are. It was a melee, And Jerry. they're getting worse and yeah. worse. And, and the one, there was one in Santa Clara on week two or week three where a guy like a thrown down the stairs. Yeah. A Niners fan at a Niners game. I just... I and, saw somebody at the Bear game this week take a big right yeah, hook from yeah. a guy wearing a Justin Fields jersey. It's really <laughs> awful, isn't it? Yeah. But the Cowboy one was funny just because everyone just kept... Where no, their punches landed? Very poorly. Okay. Like, because they were sliding down, their punches would land with no velocity to them. So then that's funny. <laughs> it, was, it was making me laugh. That is funny. You know, I've never, in all my years going to games, I've never once had more than a couple of beers at a game, and I've never been drunk at a game. Like, to me, I just... Yeah, I don't think I've ever been drunk at a mm-hmm. game. Of course, I don't go to games, so that You don't would... anymore. You used to, though. Yeah. 
But it's like you spend so much money, you invest so much time. Like the last thing I want to do is feel like crap or not remember or I just And have I to keep understand. going to the bathroom to pee. And that, which once you go once, yeah. you're in there every five minutes. That's why I had a concert. Like I, I don't like to, to don't go to the bathroom you. during concerts, so I try not to have any drinks. Yep. Water, no nothing. Nothing. Just a pretzel. Dry yourself out. <laughs> just a pretzel, just to, yeah. All right, quick break, 537. We're more than halfway home to the big Boomer and Geo program right here on The Fan on this Wednesday. All right, the replacements on a Wednesday. It is nice to have you with us. We are that close to the weekend. Hey, it's going to rain again Saturday. That's awesome. Is that right? Uh, well, no, yeah. Yes. Come on, man. I know. It's Come like on. seven of the last eight weekends, I think we've is seen. Is that right? I think so. It sucks. I think it's not been great. It has not been great. I had to teach that dog how to walk itself. <laughs> or you go buy a house with a, uh, with a backyard with and just let it out. I know. Just, you can't buy a house now, though, Jerry. The no. mortgage rates are high. The house prices are high. I know. I know. It's always good to... when you sell, but then you got to go buy. Yeah. What you got to do is you've got to. The only people it's good for right now is if you're downsizing. Yes. Right? You Correct. sell your house. Yep. And then you buy something for less and pay cash. Yeah. That's the only that way. That is very That's true. the only way to win right now. Yes. Well, you, why don't you do that? Why don't you downsize? I'm already in a thousand square foot place. <laughs> I can't downsize anymore. <laughs> I understand. Uh, Jerry, this was a weird story that I need more details. And weird, I, wild stuff. Okay. And, and I read the available articles about it. Hmm, I don't and, know if I'm aware of where okay. you're going to go here. So Terrell Owens was playing a game of pickup basketball okay. in California. Sounds fair. Ended up getting into an argument with the guy on the court. Okay. And after the game, the man he got into an argument with drove his car into Terrell Owens' body. Not Terrell Owens in another car. Drove his car into Terrell Owens' body, but Terrell Owens did not need medical care. How what? So he, well, he didn't run him over, clearly. He didn't run him over. Right. But it said he ran his car into Terrell Owens' knee. Maybe he tapped him. You think it was a this tap situation? There's a whole situation? lot of nothing is what this sounds like. Well, it seems a little strange that a man, uh, even even tapping Terrell Owens with his car, not Terrell Owens' car. No, 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 Tapped no. the actual yeah. man, Terrell Owens. It sounds like it was a tap. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, last time I, I've seen anyone get hit by a car, usually ends up in the hospital. Or at least needs medical attention. Yes. If there was nothing, it means he, there was probably a lot of yelling and shouting. Yeah. The guy probably crept up on him to where he hit him a little bit. Right. And then it escalated a little further with the yelling and the shouting. Someone probably alerted the police, and now mm-hmm. there's a report, and it turned out it was nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Just two adults acting as children yelling at one another on the basketball court. This is why I don't play pickup basketball. This is why you don't do anything. Exactly. Pick up basketball. Could you imagine me showing up to play pickup basketball? Like, what do you do? Um, How about we eliminate all the things you don't do? Okay. Tell us what you do do, and then we will know what you don't do. I walk my dog. I eat lunch. I eat dinner. I go to sleep. And you work. And I watch uh, tele- a little bit of television. Right. That, like, that, like you literally don't do anything. Yeah. Like, I've got... I do still have a chance of getting hit by a car walking Well, you're my walking. Dog. Sure. But other than that, I don't have... Uh, I, I've, I've put myself in a sex situation where I'm not going to be in danger. Right. I could be attacked by you another sit in your dog. Condo. Yeah. Like even during the summer, you don't go to the beach other than once with Gina when she forces you to go. Yeah. And that's the first time you've been on the beach since you actually bought the condo on the beach. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I like to be near the beach. But not on the beach. Not on the yeah. beach. I understand. This well, is why when we go to Vegas, you're actually going to stay 
uh, in New Mexico. You want to be near Nevada, uh-huh. but you want to be in Nevada. Not in it, right? Yeah. I'm going to be. I want to be in Las Vegas, but not where all the action is. Yes, I understand. I'm going to be what they call off the strip, Jerry. Yeah, be great if we find out wandering the strip at one o'clock in the morning. Hi. <laughs> Knowing I have to be on the air at 2 a.m. local yeah. time for the warm-up show. What's up, Jerry? <laughs> In other injury news, Jerry, so, <clears throat> South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer. Who you never heard of before this story came out. I feel like I have heard of him. I didn't recognize what he looked like. You know, what I, you know who I think you recognize? Who? Shane Bieber, who's a pitcher in Major League Baseball. There's no way you've heard of Shane Beamer. If you put three guys in front of me, what's the picture you just Shane made? Bieber. Shane Bieber. Yeah. Singer Justin Bieber or South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer. Mm-hmm. Do you think I could mix and match? You would and... know Justin Bieber. I would, yeah. That's an easy one. I would have to give you a third person to make that more fun. Yeah, because Shane Beamer doesn't look old. Like he's he a younger isn't. guy. Yeah. So I would be confused between him and the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Probably so. But I evidently he uh, was upset after the game and kicked something. This does happen often. He didn't say what he kicked, mm-hmm. but he kicked something and and uh, cracked a bone in his foot. Yeah, that sucks. He said he was very embarrassed. Got to control uh, your emotions. Got to control his emotions and had to uh, you know get in front of the team and say I kicked something and broke my foot. Correct. He said even as he's his, trying to tell the team, you got to keep your emotions in check. Yeah. <laughs> he said even his children were like, "What did you do? You uh, yeah. kicked? Why did you kick something?" That's probably the worst thing. Is when you look at, let's say, I don't know how old his kids are, but like when they're four or five, they don't know what's going on yet. Let's say you've got a 12-year-old and you've got to tell your 12-year-old, yeah, I lost my cool and kicked the wall and broke my foot. Yeah. He's got to be like, what an idiot. Yeah. You're my father, right? Right. I'm supposed to be learning from you, Dad. I learned it from you. (laughs) trying to think of other guys that has happened to. Amari Studemeyer did that. Who? I'm sorry. Could you rewind that? Amari Stoudemire. Thank you. He uh, you just cross-referenced a basketball player in a car from 1950. A Stoudemire Amari's, and a Studebaker. Amari Studebaker, Jerry. <laughs> Amari Stoudemire. Yes. He once put his hand through through a uh, glass. emergency glass yeah. sort of thing, right? Yep. Yes, he did. And that was during the playoffs, which made it even worse. With where the fire thing was. It was in Miami, was, right? if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then I remember watching this Tom Petty documentary. Tom Petty one time was angry in the recording studio and punched a wall. I believe it. Shattered his hand. Yeah. Couldn't play the guitar for like a full year. Had I a... bet you if you, I don't, how would you Google that? Because I guarantee you that there are numerous athletes. Self-inflicted injuries. That have punched water coolers yeah. or done gone in, punched a locker room, broke a finger, broke a hand, a, a foot, a toe. I, I don't. I think it's a lot more common than you think. Now, I know you put your hand through glass at one point. Was I did. that an accident? Or did it was you, an accident, Or were yeah. you angry and you punched the glass? No, it was it was 100% an accident. I, it's a long story, but yeah. the uh, gas station I worked at when I was, I guess I was 17 or so. Um, long story short, you had to, always had to clean the bays where, the, where they did all the work on the cars. And part of that was you also had to drain the oil cylinder into the tanks in the ground. And I was... I was actually just looking out, waiting for someone to come in and get gas. And I thought out of the corner of my eye, um, I thought I saw oil forming because sometimes it would get backed up. And that's a disaster because then you got to do it all over again. It takes forever to clean. And it was a fireproof glass door that it was so clear. I just thought it was open. And as I turned, literally turned to run in to stop it, 
my hand went right through it. And when the guys came, like the EMTs came, and then the uh, the fire, um, was the fire marshal, because it was a fire, he basically said the only way I could have gone through that glass was if I hit this one tiny little weak spot in the glass. I hit it, and it went right through. And it sliced your arm, right? You almost died. Uh, yeah, I have a gigantic scar that goes from the bottom of my hand about, what would you say that's about? What would you say that's about three inches now? <laughs> Let me come over there. I'll measure. <laughs> right? Right about that? I would say that's about four inches. Yeah. And that, thank you. Or what I say, eight inches. <laughs> Such an idiot. Um, so yeah, so it goes from there all the way down yeah. to there. Well, that's right where uh, and, you know where, where if you cut your wrist, yeah, I'm aware. There, Trust me, I'm aware. I saw blood squirting like crazy. Was this before or after you once gave Bruce Springsteen gas for his motorcycle? Uh, before, before Bruce Springsteen was in Seabright, and I had no idea it was him. And not, he was not, on a motorcycle. Yeah. Give me a nice $5 tip for like a $4 fill-up. Nice. Could not have been nicer. I had no idea. My boss was like, that was pretty cool, huh? I'm like, that was a nice motorcycle, I guess. He's like, no, dummy. Who, you know who that was? No. Uh, it was Bruce Springsteen. Wow. My bad. He went, thank you, Jerry Rickle. <laughs> no, he didn't say anything. <laughs> he just said, fill it up. Fill her up, Actually, Rickle. to be quite, um, to be honest, I didn't even do it. He did it himself. Like most guys on motorcycles... They ask for the pump, and they do it themselves. Oh, really? So they you don't, don't trust drip the you. gasoline all over the paint no. on the motorcycle. If I remember, he did it himself, and I just took the money from him, and he gave me a $5 tip. Cash? He paid cash, Jerry? No. It went on a house. He had a house account. Bruce Springsteen has a house account at the gas He had station? a house account. I'm going to talk in 1990. That's pretty cool. This is probably 93. I want, a house. I want to start getting house accounts. He had a house account, and he gave me the, house, the account number, and they gave me a $5 bill. Oh. Mm-hmm. How about that? Oh, we can take a break. Wow. That's pretty good. Yes. Yes. My pretty right. cool, Jerry. You've sat there and stalked his driveways. I've actually attended to him. You helped him pump gas. I did. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Here is Amy Lawrence. This is true, by the way. Flag football will be an Olympic sport. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got about 40 seconds or so left. What else, Al? Jerry, I see uh, former Laker great Michael Cooper. You know him? Mm-hmm. You know Michael Cooper, Jerry? Yeah. He's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's no. not Magic Johnson. Really good He's player, Cooper. though. Really yeah. good player. Yeah. He uh, was not a big fan of... Was he of, related uh, to Amari Stoudemire, <laughs> as you called him? Jerry, that's not the way you pronounce it. Uh, well, I know that. Anyway, go ahead. Well, anyway, LeBron James, I guess the other night, uh, was uh, done early in the game and got himself a, a snack. He was right. eating, uh, eating a meal on the bench, and uh, Michael Cooper, not a fan of that. Surprised people noticed. Like, who's watching NBA preseason Michael basketball? Michael Cooper was. I guess so. Maybe he was there. I think he was there. Okay. Yeah. So he said, don't care. Listen, Jerry, you, you want to have care. a snack? Have a snack. Mark Whatever. Sanchez had a hot dog he on did, the sidewalk in Oakland. Come on, LeBron. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.